0: Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, we have made it to SEC week at last. So all seven episodes this week are going to be questions about the SEC in the upcoming season. Trey, what is question one? We got Georgia versus Alabama. Who has the better offense? Okay, so let's go position by position. And we all got to take a stance here. Georgia or Bama, who has the edge at each? You can go tie, but let's mm-hmm. hope we don't do a lot of that because it is weak, and yes. you will be called out for it. So, Ryan, you're first with uh, the quarterbacks. Who's got the better, better starter here? This this was a tough episode, man.
1: To 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 judge like all these position groups, man, it's just like neck and neck. I felt like so. I, but I. Hey, it sounds ties. like a tie. I live limit coming. the ties. Hey hey hey. Okay. I am feeling somebody did more ties than I did. Uh, all right, QB position. Who's better, J T. Dionos or Bryce Young? I'm going Bryce young by a smidge. All right. I'm not saying it's by a mile I'm going by a smidge. Bryce young has the higher ceiling. Okay. Uh, he was the number two overall recruit. He definitely has a great supporting cast. Um, and I, it's almost like, you know, I, I trust that Bama train not to, not to kind of fall off the wagon here or not fall off the tracks. Um, and I know some people are going to argue, Hey, how can you pit somebody uh, like Bryce young who hasn't had pl- playing time over a guy like JT Daniels who's shown it? Well, if that was the case, then how could you ever, you know, why are you in the business of projections? All right, this is all about a projection business here. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got a higher ceiling, good supporting cast. We've seen it under multiple offensive coordinators, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian. I
2: think Bill O'Brien's going to keep it going. I'm going to say Bryce Young, especially at the end of the year. That's fair, and I understand your rationale, but I'm going to go the other way. I'm going with Georgia and JT Daniels. Um, Bryce Young, he, of course, he does have that upside, uh, more upside and, and potential, But, and I don't doubt that he's going to have success, but... There's a couple questions that he that need to be answered first before I, I crown him as the best. First and foremost, can he live up to that hype right away? Uh, there's going to be a new supporting cast, new talent around him, and then second of all, that whole offense, including him, how are they going to adapt to a new offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien? Because of course, Steve Sarkeesian left. Um, again, the offense will be fine, but that's just a couple questions that I have with J.T. Daniels. I feel like I'm getting that proven commodity. The way he finished the year last year was was remarkable. He had great poise in the the Peach Bowl comeback against Cincinnati. And you look at the stats, he had a 10-2 to uh, touchdown interception ratio. The offense for Georgia got much better. And now going into year two where he's the undisputed quarterback under Todd Munkin's system, all the reps, I like JT Daniels here.
0: Yeah, you guys both made good points, uh, so I'll agree with both of you. I will go with a tie here. Uh, Oh, (laughs) wow. You just got that huge speech about calling out the weaklings. I'm I'm going to make some bolder claims later. But, uh, yeah, it's just you look at, obviously, JT Daniels more proven, but Bryce Young, I want to speak more about his recruiting pedigree. He is the sixth highest rated quarterback recruit in the modern history of recruiting rankings, so... The only five quarterbacks ahead of him: Vince Young, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Fields Terrell Pryor, and Ooh. Brock Berlin. Now, Brock Berlin. <laughs> Brock Berlin obviously shows that hey, it's not a guarantee he's going to be really good, no. but that's a pretty good yeah. uh, pretty good group there. So I like my odds. All right, uh, fair enough. All right, moving on to
2: running backs. Trey, what do you think? I think this one's a little easier. Uh, it's Georgia. For me, uh, Alabama is really in a, a full-on youth movement outside of Brian Robinson. After they lost Najee Harris, uh, they do have upside, but I can let you guys talk about that if you're if you're going that way. Georgia, they just return all of its uh, production. They're loaded with talent. Zamir White leads the leads the crew. Eleven touchdowns in that shortened year a year ago. You got James Cook. He averaged over six yards per carry. Was a threat in the passing game. Uh, you mix in Kenny McIntosh, Kendall Milton. Those guys had eighty. Uh, carries combined it's one of the better running back crews in the country in my opinion
0: yeah i for me it was much closer than you i really struggled with this one but i'm also going with georgia i think just yeah a little more experience like you said um well a lot more experience and more more proven depth they had five running backs last year last year who had at least 35 carries and all of them were over five yards per rush so um, i agree i love zamir white up top versatility that cook brings so ryan are you are you in agreement or what do you think i
1: i agree i'm going with with georgia um but I, like you it's i don't think it's necessarily uh, a clear cut i mean i like brian robinson jace mcclellan i like Bama's stable there could very well somebody can pick them and i'd be fine with it but when you have proven depth and talent that's just hard to beat so yeah georgia gets the running
0: back nod all right moving on to the receiving core Again, I think this is close, but I'm leaning slightly towards Alabama. They, of course, have had four receivers drafted in the the first round of the last two years. So there's a lot to replace. But I think the difference for me is that John Mechie is the most proven receiver um, from from either school. He had almost a thousand yards last year, should be one of the best receivers in the SEC. Jaleel Billingsley at tight end uh, is really coming on. He could be one of the best tight ends in the conference. Slade Bolden solid, and Alabama brought in an insane freshman yeah. class of receivers. Ajay Hall got rave reviews in the spring, so he could break out. Jameson Williams transferred from Ohio State. He was in that loaded yeah. receiving room. He was going to get a ton of receptions, I'm sure. But uh, now they he goes to Bama, and that brought the speed element that that Bama maybe was missing with with losing Jalen Waddell. So uh, maybe you guys will talk more about Georgia, but... George Pickens going down. That was kind of the difference for me. I, I, I maybe would have gone Georgia otherwise. So this one's going to be my tie. Uh, this is going oh, this be my one tie, guys. Okay. It's
1: neck and neck, so close. I can't just I can't pick one side. If Pickens didn't get hurt, kind of like you said, that would have moved the needle for me. I would have gone Georgia probably. But mm-hmm. even without him, they still have a good trio: uh, Kyrie Jackson, Jermaine Burton, Arian Smith. That's a really good trio. Then of course they bring in the. Uh, the transfer 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 uh eric gilbert who's you know a receiver-ish tight end guy uh but he's a stud either way all right so that 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 is four guys and dominic blaylock's also coming back may not be 100 percent at the beginning but a couple years ago he was awesome so uh i know mechie's great he's the probably the best of these bunch but when i think george is a little more deep right now at least proven wise so uh I think the Alabama with those young guys has potential. So it's hard to pick between them. So I'm saying a
2: tie. I, I lean to Alabama uh, mainly because I I've seen it in the last few years. And, and I just, again, with the, the Pickens thing, Mechie is, is better at the top. In my opinion, it's amazing that Mechie, he had almost a thousand yards last year with Devontae getting all the love. Uh, Jalen Waddle, when he was healthy, he was still highly productive. Um, and then Michael, you, you mentioned like the, the insane recruiting, like, I think it's like four of the top 10 receivers are going to Alabama. So, you know, one or two of those guys are going to step up this year and then, you know, there'll be a couple waiting in the wings for the following year. So that's why I went with Alabama overall, just cause they've proven it year in and year out. Yeah. Eric Gilbert could be a key there. Cause of course his potential yeah. is
0: huge. So if he takes a big step forward, then yeah. We could be wrong there, Trey. But yep. moving on to the big uglies, the offensive line. Another tie from Ryan, I'm yep. sure.
1: No, no, no. That was No more ties for me. That was it. Okay. Uh, O-line. I'm going Bama. It's really hard to bet against Bama's offensive line. It's going to be anchored by Evan Neal, who is going to be a really good tackle for them. He's huge, and he's going to be a high draft pick after this year if he decides to leave. He's great. Uh, Emil Ikior, he's back at guard. Played the most snaps of any Bam, offensive lineman. So he's a good one. Chris Owens uh, is the third guy. He should be kind of a a in to start. Um, he's kind of versatile, so he can kind of play a lot of spots. Um, now, I, the other two spots are kind of open. There's a little bit. Uh, there's, but they're not short on talent, no doubt about it. So I, I'm confident that line is going to, you know, have some uh, some good players stepping in. And George is going to be really good too. Jamari Sawyer's great. Um, although, just not 100 percent certain you know where he's going to be if he's going to be at the guard or if he's going to push out to left tackle i'm a little concerned about that um, they have some good young players coming but you know i'll kind of let you guys touch more on him but that's just kind of my reasoning i'm just they're not solidified at all five spots really
0: yeah i also leaned towards uh alabama and it was kind of for that reason because i feel like alabama's a little bit more settled there because um at sec media days nick saban was talking about uh and cohen apparently really impressing at left guard so he thinks he should start there so you've kind of got four spots there they just kind of have to figure out right tackle that's up for grabs but they've got some veterans to choose from they've got the top two offensive tackle recruits in the country coming in so those guys are our lottery tickets right there um but this is a tough one i mean georgia should be great too um but i just i guess having to settle where everyone's going to be and, you know, their Peach Bowl performance
2: last year, just a, a little bit concerning. Yeah, it was. But I'm, I am lean to Alabama as well because, uh, you know, like you guys touched on, each team lost their starters, but I just like what Alabama has coming back. And Owens, I mean, even though he didn't play the whole year, he filled in for, Landon, or for Dickerson after he got uh, hurt late in the year. And and you, Michael, you mentioned the the top two tackles in the class. They also got the second ranked guard. So a couple of those guys are going to fit in and and be just fine. Uh, and Georgia, the overall the overall theme with Georgia is they're running their run blocking might be the best in the SEC, but their pass blocking has been average. And until they improve upon that, I'm not yet re- to, ready to put them as the better unit. All right, let's get to offensive coordinator. What do you think, Trey? I'm actually going to go with Georgia and Todd Munkin. Um, you know, Bill O'Brien he's for Alabama, comes in for Alabama, but he's been out of the college game for the last six or seven years after, of course, being the the Texans' coach. Their offense will be good, but my only concern there was just you know they have to get his vernacular, his style in place with the with all the new re, new regime there of uh, and a first year starting quarterback. And in, in Georgia, you know their offense has been scrutinized, but it 's not all been mucking he 's only been there recently. Uh, they had the covid off season last year where he couldn 't fully implement his system now he 's also got uh, j t daniels uh, to kind of help him propel this offense with a with a full off season and, and j t Daniels even had a quote that's saying, "I think his system." benefits and shows my strengths so that's something you like to hear and and he's gotten the most out of players in the past Oklahoma State Brandon Whedon strong years with the Bucks in the NFL he showed over last year how they can improve that's why I went with Munkin
0: yeah that's fair I went back and forth with this one probably should have gone with a tie but I knew Ryan would berate me mercilessly so I just (laughs) made a choice I went with with Alabama I went with Bill O'Brien I'm not gonna you know run through their resumes you can you can look those up there's there's high points i mean f- for both of them i mean with bill o'brien for offense coordinator for the patriots i know nfl doesn't always <laughs> translate but and he did a, a good job with um what he inherited at penn state but anyway i i would otherwise call this a tie but the reason i gave o'brien the edge is you know some things are of course going to change but he supposedly may keep a good amount of what steve sarkisian implemented before him so he gets to stand on the shoulder of a giant there um, which may give him a little bit of an edge. We've seen a lot of things work with Alabama's offense in recent years. He's got a lot of tape to look at to see what works, whereas Munkin is still kind of starting from scratch.
1: Wholeheartedly agree with you there, Michael. Well put. Uh, you know, you. I, I, I was going to go Munkin, second year, maybe a little bit more advanced in the system, but then I was like, well, Bill O'Brien, when I heard that he's going to kind of keep a lot of the same things that uh, Sarkeesian was doing, he's seen it proven. I think he overall maybe uh in the long run he's had some they have like maybe a little bit of better talent on offense so I, it's hard to go against uh, against him so barely but billy bill o'brien
0: okay well let's put it all together then if you're watching on youtube you can see what uh our choices have been for each category but final question who has the overall best offense
2: trey i'm going with alabama um, I might have given the edge to Georgia on a couple, or you know, maybe more individual aspects, but it was razor thin. And you know, sometimes the sum of the parts doesn't always equal the whole. Uh, I think Georgia they're going to be better on offense, but even with Alabama losing so much, they they have room to fall as they were so far and away the best offense in of the nation last year, arguably the best ever. Now they're littered with insane talent, uh, a stable of running backs, Mechie, um, and. Bryce Young is a blue chipper. You know they might have some growing pains very early, but I have no doubt that they'll figure it out and be great again over the, as the season pans out.
0: Yeah, I am also leaning towards Alabama. We've seen their offense be elite year after year. Whether it's Tua and Mike Loxley, Mac Jones and Steve Sarkeesian, I wouldn't expect it to be a whole lot different with Bryce Young and and Bill O'Brien. And like you said, there might be some growing pains early, um, and they're definitely going to take a step back at receiver, but. For me, it's Alabama, I think, is the third best offense in the country behind Ohio State and Oklahoma. And obviously, the upside is number one.
1: Yeah, well, you know, maybe Clemson will be up in there. It'll be pretty close. Uwe Uncle is pretty great. They're up there. I'd have them, yeah, off the top of my, my dome, fourth Whoa. right now. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so, in my rankings here, the only place I gave Georgia the edge was running back. Now, that might tell you, you'd think, like, oh, I, I really favor Alabama 100%, clearly i do well favor alabama but it's not like super super clear because they're so close qb is close wide receivers close everything right? was close everything yeah everything except i think the offensive line to me i clearly would have i liked bama okay uh, just i think they have a better group there uh, but everything else is so 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 close um that you know i have no problem if somebody wants to say georgia but i'm taking bama by the skin of my teeth
0: Okay, well, let us know in the comments below on YouTube your choices here, uh, especially if you're an Alabama or a Georgia fan. I mean, well, I was going to say be respectful, but whatever. I mean, I don't think it matters if I say that. Some of you aren't going to be. Some of yeah. you are not going to be, <laughs> and that's that's life. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but we will be back tomorrow, of course, more SEC content, so be sure you're subscribed, uh, with our top 10 offensive weapons in the SEC. So we'll talk to you then.
1: You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.